Um, I do not plan to be on very long. Um, it'll be a, you know, a short word, but nevertheless, we pray that, that um, you will find yourself blessed and encouraged, amen, by the word of God. A simple word, a basic word, but nevertheless, the word of God. Amen, amen, praise God, amen. Um, let's take a look at, at, at the word of God. Um, and if I would title it, you know, this evening, just as simple as um, a look at God's grace. Amen, a look at God's grace, a look at God's grace. You know, we've heard um, very familiar definitions, um, you know, throughout our Christendom, throughout our life, you know, our life with Christ. Um, very, very familiar word um, of a definition, amen, for grace, simply undeserved love and favor of God. That's the definition that I would, I would give tonight. You know, someone may say unmerited favor, amen, means the same thing. Whether it's unmerited, it's also undeserved, amen, an undeserved love and favor of God. That means we, we, don't, we don't deserve any of it. We don't deserve the grace that God gives each and every one of us each and every day. You know, it's important, I think, that, you know, um, we, we renew our minds daily, um, particularly and simply, I think I heard someone say, I get to do this, or I'm allowed to do that. You know, I'm allowed an income. You know, I have the ability when I get to work to problem solve, to work projects, to do the simplest to the most challenging of tasks. I get to do that. You know, when we get it, we're older, you know, we watch the news, um, we, 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 we've grown to see people in our families and, and past friends and old classmates. And sometimes you see people that are a lot less fortunate, you know? Um, and so, you know, life can, can, we can allow life to, to transform us or we can allow the word of God, you know, let me put it this way. We can allow life and this world system to conform us, or we can allow the word of God to transform us. Amen. And so when we look at grace, simply, you know, it's undeserved love and undeserved favor of God. You know, we often think about grace. I recently read an article uh, by Mary Fairchild that stated this. She said, when we experience God's grace, we receive favor that we do not deserve. But when we experience God's mercy, we are spared punishment we do deserve. I'll read that again. When we experience God's grace, we receive favor that we do not deserve. 
But when we experience God's mercy, we are spared punishment we do deserve. Psalm 103 and 10 will be our first look of scripture on tonight. The Bible says this, again, Psalm 103 and 10, it says, he has not, and he has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. Now listen, I pulled out an old um, life application Bible that I, I, I used to read and study from years ago. I pulled that out just, you know, every now and then just to kind of get a different version uh, of, of scripture. And it said this, he has not dealt with us as our sins deserve or repaid us according to our offenses. Again, that's Psalm 103.10 out of the life application version. Two key words. He has not dealt with us as a phrase and the word deserve. He hasn't dealt with us. He meaning the Lord, our God, amen, has not dealt with us. How many of you remember when you were little, you did something and you knew you were going to get it. But every now and then, you escaped a whooping. You escaped that switch that you used to have to go out and get. <laughs> you know, you, you escaped it for some reason. You know, you went to bed early. You cleaned up your room without being told. You were doing everything that you could, you know, to hopefully, you know, change your mom or dad's mind. And for some reason, every now and then, you didn't even get punishment. You didn't get that whooping that you expected. Amen. Mom and dad didn't deal with you and me as, as, as our punishment, as what we should have, should have gotten, right? As what we deserved. Amen. I thank God, amen, that he didn't, has not dealt with us. Did you know that God can be offended? Did you know that the Lord, our God, can be offended uh, and or his spirit can be grieved? Amen. Thank God he is compassionate and slow. Anger. Amen. The Lord can be offended or his spirit grieved when we sin. If we are in the flesh, as the word of God says, we cannot we cannot please him. That's Romans 8 and 8. If we are in the flesh, we, can't, we simply just cannot please him. He has every right to be. However, he will never contradict his word and his character. There's two points tonight that I want us to just simply take a look at um, when we think about the grace of God. Simply think about when when, when, when we think about the grace of God. First of all, grace is a gift from God. We all know that. We've read it in the scriptures. Grace is a gift from God. Ephesians 2 and 8 says, but God, who is rich in mercy, all right, rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together, with Christ, by grace you have been saved and raised us up together 
and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come, all right, in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. And then the word of God says, is, this is the key scripture. For by grace, you and I have been saved through faith and that not of ourselves or yourselves. It is the gift of God. Grace is a gift from God. God is always given, giving. He's always giving and he'll continue to give. Amen. He is a giving God. Grace is a gift. It's one thing to award or reward someone, your child or, you know, your employee or, or someone because they've done a job, they've done a tax, they finished a project, you've hired someone, you've, you know, you, 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 you've blessed them with a, you know, with, with a comp you know, compensation or something like that. But when someone gives you a gift, it is just that, it is a gift. You didn't necessarily uh, uh, earn it, you know, you didn't have to do anything, at least if it's, if it's out of a pure way of giving, you know, someone should not have to earn a man a present or a gift, you know, but when you give someone a gift, you want them to have it. You appreciate them, you know, you, 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 you know, it's gratifying, amen, to be able to give somebody a gift. You know, it, it's a blessing, amen. And, and it's the same way with, with, with the Lord. I mean, we don't deserve any of it. Daily, day by day, we get, uh, we're allowed to do things not because of what we could do or in our own strength or, or, uh, or abilities or capabilities. We are allowed, we get to do this and to do that because of the grace of God, because of his gift. Sometimes though, however, you know, we can have a poor um, understanding. We can have a poor understanding uh, of God's grace because of our own experiences with people, um, and, and, you know, and those relationships um, that we've had. It could be sin, you know, and what about self-help? First people, why? Our love language as humanity, you know, as human beings, as mankind, um, and our behavior, we're limited. You know, we, we, you know, even when we don't mean to, our love is conditional. You know, our love is conditional and we have low tolerance of people, even of ourselves, you know, of somebody crossing us the wrong way, at the wrong place, at the wrong time. You know, we have a low tolerance. You know, and the older we get, I don't know about you, but the older I get, I have a low tolerance of Tim. Tim, you know better. Oh man, why did I do that? Why did I say that? You know, whatever, you know. We have a low tolerance of people, 
our love language is not like God, although we should be growing day by day as believers. We should be growing. You know, Christ is the perfect example, amen, of, of our love language, amen. Christ is the perfect example of the love and grace of God. Let's talk about sin for just a moment. Um, why do we have some, sometimes poor understanding of God's grace when it relates to sin? Because of the guilt that it brings, the shame, and even the, you know, the condemning effect that it has on mankind. You know, um, you've asked God to forgive you, but you haven't really forgiven yourself, or you, you over-criticize yourself, or you're too hard on, you know, on yourself, you know. Those things take effect, even when you're not really thinking about it, but when you think about the grace of God, you know, sometimes you can't fully accept it or understand it or even receive, you know, the grace of God. What about self-help? Self-help can provoke um, an attitude of self-righteousness or constantly trying to change on your own abilities, okay? The Bible clearly explains that a believer is not under the law. When you're a believer and you are in Christ Jesus, we do not operate under the law. But the Bible says, but we're under grace. We are truly under grace. For the law was given through Moses all right, for the law was given through Moses. It was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. You see, the, for example, you know, in essence, we cannot change certain behaviors. We cannot change habitual sins. We cannot change bad attitudes within our own capabilities. And what the law was given was simply to let us know what is wrong, what was wrong. Look at the law, for example, as a mirror. When you look in the mirror, the mirror can show you what is wrong or what needs to be corrected. That you got a hair out of place or, you know, maybe um, Sister Kim Morrell, you didn't realize that you put eyeliner on your right eye, but you forgot to put it on your left eye. And right before you left your house to go to the office, you looked in the mirror and realized, you know, I'm being silly. But, you know, it, 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 the, a mirror shows us what, it shows us exactly who we are. A mirror shows us exactly what needs to be corrected. Amen. But let me tell you what grace will do. Grace will help us to correct it. If we learn, if we, if we, if we leaned on and learn to live by the law, we'll fall every time. All right, like the Ten Commandments. You know, and we've heard it taught and preached before. You know, um, I may not have said a bad word, but but I can't escape that if I thought about it. You see what I'm saying? I can't, you know, we cannot perfectly 
live a life under the Ten Commandments or any of the laws of Moses, we'll beat ourselves up. You know, we'll 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 end up walking in condemnation because you know you desire to live a perfect life, you desire to live a holy life, you desire to stop doing this and stop doing that. I'm gonna see how many days I can go without smoking a cigarette or without blowing up and getting upset, you know, over something small, you know, and, and the moment that that you you make a mistake or the moment that a person does that, they get bent out of shape. They get they they feel bad to the place where they can't really function. You know, you feel condemned, you know, because that's what sin will present. The law strengthens sin, but the law is holy, as Paul shared with us in the book of Romans, you know. Um, so the gift that God gives us, you know, um, God's gift of grace brings us salvation and justification. Remember, it's a gift, right? Titus 2 and 11 says this, for the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. It came on the scene, right? For the grace of God brings salvation, amen, and has appeared to all men. What about justification? Justification comes through his son, Jesus the Christ, amen. John 1 and 14, and I'm almost done with tonight's teaching. John 1, 14 says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of what? Grace and truth. I'm glad to serve a God full of grace. And not only that, truth. By his grace, I know that I can change. By his grace, I know that I'll come out of a storm. By his grace, I know that, that I can grow from faith to faith and from glory to glory. And because of, of Jesus being full of truth, I know I could be set free. Because of Jesus' truth, amen, the word of God, everyone's looking for truth throughout society. People are looking for truth. And if they don't know Christ, then what they, 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 they abound in is their own truth. You hear that all the time. Let me tell you about my truth. You know, that's limited. That's, that, that, that's limited supply of anything, you know, of, of just, just living by your own truth. It may be facts of you've gone through this, you've done this, you've become this type of person, you know, you've, you've been, you know, you've had this kind of past, so on and so forth. But even those things are limited, you know, every credential, you know, whether it's 
uh, uh, bachelor's, master's, you know, uh, a doc, you know, doctrine degree. Though even even as great as those things are, and rightfully so, I would encourage anyone keep going, meet your full potential. But even in those things, you know, it it, it brings limitation. Even in the income, of, it brings limitation. The zip code, it brings limitation. But in Christ, we are justified because of what he did on Calvary's cross. God gave us his son, who's full of grace and full of truth. We're justified because of the blood. Listen, we don't have any justification of our own. As humanity, we're sinful, unrighteous, we're guilty, full of shame and condemnation and the list goes on. But because of God's gift, which is grace, amen, we're saved. We can't work hard enough, we can't give uh, um, the most in our tithes and offering. You know, we can't serve you know, like Mother Teresa and, 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 and the greatest of mankind, you know, philanthropists and all that. We cannot serve enough to match the, the giving of God's grace that he's given to us. There's just no way we can do it. And for people when, when, as, as believers, um, you know, there was a time I did not understand fully or at least very much about God's grace. And so, you know, when it came to habitual sin, when it came to, you know, just trying to break certain habits or certain ways of thinking, bad ways of thinking, negative ways of thinking, low self-esteem or, or just not, you know, low confidence, you know, until I understood the grace of God, I, I, I really didn't understand what being, what, what freedom meant, you know, I really didn't understand that it's the grace of God daily, minute by minute, you know, practically, that caused me and helped me to appreciate life, you know, because, you know, Tim began to realize I am, I, I am privileged and what an honor, you know, I have, I've, I've, I have no reason to brag or to boast or to be arrogant or conceited about anything. It, it, it only has helped me and encouraged me personally to walk in humility, you know. If I can add two fractions together, it's because of the grace of God. If I crossed a major highway without getting hit, you know, people thought, oh, you just, it's being really, you know, extreme, but no, it's the grace of God, you know. Every car accident I've escaped, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's the grace of God. You know, daily, the grace of God. And so we're justified by the word who became flesh. We're justified by the one 
amen, that, that was hung on that cross, Jesus, we justified by him who's full of grace and truth. And so like that law, like that mirror being the example of looking at the law, that just basically, you know, for example, you know, our, our child, when TC was young, he didn't know that a stove was hot until my wife or, or, or myself told him hot. And I remember him being two, three years old, and he would point at the stove and say over and over, hot, hot, or if he saw a flame of fire or something like that, hot, hot, and we would confirm, yes, that's hot. So he understood, just like your child understood, your children understood, don't touch it. That is the law. Amen. That is the law. And so the law allows us to know what is right and what was wrong, what is wrong. Amen. Number two, and the last point I want to make tonight. The first one was grace is a gift, gift from God. And this last one, number two, grace is our supply. Amen. Grace is our supply. Romans 5 and 20 says this, moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound. But where sin abounded, grace abounded much more. Where sin abounded, grace abounded much more more. Grace is our supply. Second Corinthians 3 and 5 says this, not that we are sufficient. When in the life application, it says uh, competent, not that we are competent of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves, but our sufficiency is from God, whether it be our competence, our sufficiency, or even our qualifications. Those are byproducts of grace. You see, grace is the supply that our Father, our Heavenly Father gives us. You know the scripture, Philippians 4, 19. But my God shall supply all of my need according to his riches. All right, his riches. Remember, in Ephesians 2 and 8, we just read that, uh, but God who is rich in mercy. This is one of those times where, you know, grace and mercy is sort of intertwined. You know, we're given, we're given something that we don't deserve, but then we're spared from something that we do deserve. Glory to God. You know, um, God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches in glory. Hallelujah. According to his riches in glory. So um, it supplies our competence. Without God, I'm incompetent. I'm inadequate. You know, 
without God. The Bible says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Or what about the one that says, um, I believe in St. John, I don't know if it's 15 or something, with, uh, without Christ, without him, without God, I could do nothing. The old hymn that we used to sing back in, in, in the day, um, I will be like a ship without a sail. Can you imagine a ship just turning, just going around in circles? Lord God, I know what that's like to just be going around in circles. The children of Israel, they know what it's like to go around in circles in a wilderness, you know, be like a ship without a sail. You know, with God, you know, without God, I could do nothing. So again, it supplies, the grace of God supplies our competence, our sufficiency. What do the word of God says? It says, my grace is sufficient. My grace is more than enough. My grace is all you need. Now, should we continue to sin or should we just do whatever it is that we want to do because of grace? The word of God says, certainly not. But what we can do and what we can be certain of, amen, this evening is because of the grace of God, I can get past this thing. I can get past this pandemic season. I know the news said that dark days are coming. And honestly, if you think about it, the numbers and the cases and the deaths that are rising in record places and regions, it's much higher than in March and April and, and, and May and June and July. But God, because of the grace of God, we're able to hear this message on tonight, amen? Because of the grace of God, we can be encouraged when we sit down, as I'm sure you do, and study the word of God. Because of God, because of his grace, he will supply all of my needs. Why? Because he's rich. He's rich. He's holy rich, holy wealthy. You know, everything that I may be depleted in, God will supply. Uh, in times of, 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 of darkness and despair, God will supply. Amen. When you feel like you're in a desert, you know, in a dry place, God will, he will provide. He will supply like the dew in the morning. He will supply. And so my competence, my sufficiency, and my qualifications, they all come from God. Remember, and as I close, he is rich in mercy because of his great love. Hallelujah. His gift to you and me is his grace, a grace that is always abounding. And I don't know if someone that's viewing online, I don't know if someone may perhaps 
uh, watch the recording later on in life may feel down, may feel hopeless, may feel like giving, giving, giving in and throwing in the towel, may feel like nobody loves them, that, that, that they're alone, that you know they're trying to cry and scream, but nothing's coming out of their mouth. Let me explain this to you. The grace of God can meet you right where you are in whatever state, whatever state of thinking, whatever state and of position that you may find yourself in, the grace of God will meet you and it will abound greater than any sin. There's nothing that you have done that God cannot reach you, that God cannot forgive you. The grace of God abounds and the grace of God is so amazing.